Welcome back to another exciting radio show here today. It is a wonderful Monday. This is the KLP Aftermath Season 5. Guys, we are back from NYC. Welcome back to another exciting podcast here today. Ladies and gentlemen, we're, we're back, right? We've got T up in the studio, Monica. She's here. Addison and Arthur, they're here with their reports today. And we're back in the studio, y'all, of course, Wanky Studios, to give y'all another exciting, and I do mean this, another exciting podcast here uh, today. I'm excited because, number one, we're back in the studio, and we've got some things that we need to talk about here on our shows as well. Uh, It's Monday. It's a brand new start to the week. Hopefully, you guys are ready for this exciting new week that we have going on because I know I am, you know, coming back and starting uh, back up, starting back up with business. Of course, one thing we did announce today, of course, that uh, S. Well, we're gonna announce it now, but it's been back. SNN is back. Uh, SNN is a, a news network that we've you know started uh, years ago, and then we brought it back, and then we we took a break, and then we brought it back. So again, hopefully you guys like are liking SNN with the news where when it comes to Beatrice Gamma, Addison. Uh, Arthur, our correspondents here at KLP Entertainment, they're doing some some dope stuff when it comes down to it. So I'm excited. I'm excited to to uh, give out more news. Arthur Brooks, he has our sports news for today, but he's going to be covering the NCAA softball season. Now, if you guys don't know, I'm a huge softball person. I like softball. I uh, just because you know you're watching softball and it, it kind of reminds me of baseball. Yes, we did watch the baseball season. And I used to play baseball, obviously. I was an athlete. I played baseball um, years ago. But uh, I covered it, you know, with baseball. I played it. So when you're watching softball, it's like you're kind of you're, – you're watching a, a different version of the sport that you played but is for our women. And, of course, I'm seeing a lot of softball games, and they're going really impactful for this season. So, obviously, yes, we are going to cover – softball season this uh season uh when it comes to snn with arthur brooks so i can't wait uh thank you arthur you're always doing your thing there welcome back to the podcast ladies and gentlemen yes we are back from new york city i'm not going to go in details about how the trip was you know you can go listen to the podcast it's klp aftermath live from nyc that podcast was very very fun to do um over on the rooftops of new york city we explained there what we did over at the city of New York City. So we're not going to go so much in detail about how the trip was because you just got to go back and listen to that podcast. And then you guys are going to know when the documentary goes out. Yes, production or post-production for the documentary has started. Uh, We're putting the clips together, putting scenes together, putting interviews together. Um, And it's fun, right? It's very, very fun for that as well. Uh, So again, back for NYC, it was a trip of the ages. It was a great, great trip. I really enjoyed that trip. Uh, Speaking of filming, we announced yesterday, KLP Entertainment and myself, we announced yesterday that it is true. It's not a rumor. Yes, I am. We are producing our first noir film. Uh, I'm excited. We've got the characters ready, the acting. 
um, voice acting that is going to be an animation as as normal um but from the the guys that made eden prime which eden prime go watch it right now on amazon prime video i'm excited for this noir film of course we're going to start production this summer of this film and it's going to be very impactful and it's going to be a noir film and that's all i'm gonna say because we early t can't say too much about it we so early when it comes down to this movie uh in the process in the script writing and then the animation planning everything is being planned right now but for the summer yes we're going to be in production of a noir film for later this year cannot wait cannot wait now Y'all didn't want to come on the show to babble about KLP Entertainment because we've got a lot of topics we've got to get through here today on today's podcast. But as always, if you're enjoying the video thus far, please remember to like, comment, and subscribe if you're watching the video version of this podcast. And if you're listening to all of major audio platforms, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Spotify, Audacity, Stitcher Podcast, and so much more. Thank you guys so much for that because, you know, our numbers have been going really, really well when it comes to our podcast, right? Radio and podcasting has been our number one thing here at KLP Entertainment thus far. And you guys, you guys are really doing it really, really uh, well for short. Now, this is the season where we're coming back from Valentine's Day. Uh, I'm always going to joke and say a fake holiday. I think it's fake. I, I don't really celebrate Valentine's Day, but if you did, you know, happy belated Valentine's Day. Uh, obviously, I'm saying it now. It's, it's been a couple days since Valentine's Day, but obviously we were we were in New York on Valentine's Day. Um, but a lot of people, one thing I've noticed on Valentine's Day, T, when it comes down to going to New York, and they probably have the same thing here in Atlanta too, but, you know, in New York, because that's where we were on Valentine's Day, a lot of flower shops. Believe it or not, T, a lot of flower shops were in business. They made money on Valentine's Day because everywhere we turned in New York, a lot of people were buying flowers for their loved ones, right? I kind of feel bad for the people buying these $10 flowers that's probably going to uh, be dead, will probably died within the first couple of hours of buying the flowers, except if you go to Floral Haven XO, my sister D'Amber Patterson's businesses. If you're in the Savannah area, you guys can order your flowers, your premium flowers for a good price. And those flowers are not going to die on you, T. Right? But that's just, that's Floral Haven for you. That's the, the, the good quality of Floral Haven XO, D'Amber Patterson, her business, her floral business. Because when you're buying those type of flowers, those flowers are going to last you for a while. But in New York, I see a lot of people buying these $10, $20 flower arrangements, and they probably died within the next couple of hours that they bought it. But that's something you see, I've seen on Valentine's Day, right in New York, people buying flowers for their loved ones. And I get it, right? I get it. But that's one of the things that it happens, right? A lot of people are buying flowers. They're buying things for their loved ones. Um, so like I say, I, I'm not really big spirit on, on Valentine's Day, but it was good to see people buying things for their loved ones. We've, I, and even in, in New York, because we went to Gornaco, if I pronounce the name right, it's Italian spot. And of course, couples pulled up to the restaurant. They're dressing nice. She she's carrying a bouquet of flowers tea. He's like, yeah, I got her some flowers, and then I got something very special planned for her tonight. So a lot of things has happened when it came down to it. So then, then that's why I say it's a great season. It's a great time because in February usually there are a lot of shows. Now we do have a lot of shows, right? We've got The Last of Us um, that's on right now, and 
by the time you're hearing the podcast, it was probably going to be what I think Wednesday's the 23rd, if I'm not mistaken. The next season of Bel Air comes. Now, if you guys don't know, Bel Air is a series that is available right now on Peacock. We did a review of season one and a previous podcast, but I'm excited for the next season because uh, thank God this show didn't get canceled. Thank God they didn't replace Vivian Banks. There was a skeptical story that Paula Patton was going to play Vivian Banks. I think that was a dumb decision. Um, it's good to see all the the characters coming back into uh, coming back to the swing of things. They're coming back for season two. I cannot wait to see more of Will um, Will Smith, the character Will um, Will's character be developed into this second season of Bel Air. I'm a huge fan of Bel Air. I've rewatched the first season previously so I can get geared up for the second season. Um, I'm excited, right? And I, this is briefly why we're, because we, I can't really review season two because season two is not here yet. But when season two comes out, obviously we're going to write about it in our magazine, Element Magazine by KLP Entertainment, by the way. You guys can read that over at issue.com. And I can't wait to review it and give you guys a full review on the podcast show. I cannot wait for that. Uh, again, you got Jabari Banks coming back. Coco Jones is coming back. Akira Akbar is coming back. Ali Shalutin's coming back. Uh, Cassandra Freeman's coming back. Adrian Holmes is coming. Everybody is coming back for season two. I'm super stoked about it. Now, if you guys have Peacock, if you're able to get Peacock, add another subscription to your bill list, or if you want to finesse a password from somebody, check out Bel Air. Um, season one, get caught up before season two comes out. I enjoy the show. I'm always going to be a fan of this because I know when the show first came out, everybody, T, believe it or not, everybody gave a gripe about it because they thought this was going to be the funny sitcom, the 1990s sitcom, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. No, this is kind of the origin of surrounding the, this, the sitcom, but it's a more darker version of this show. I love it. I, I'm here for it. I'm here for the dark version of these sitcoms. I think they need to make a darker version of Martin, a darker version of Full House. Like, I would love to see a, a kind of the same story, but kind of with a twist compel within what we all knew and love as a child in our childhood. So, that's why I'm a fan of it, because it is a darker version of Bel Air, of Will, of the Banks family, right? It, I'm, I'm, I get very, very excited about that. So season two is coming. I cannot wait. I don't care what people say. Some people may not like it. I'm going to enjoy it because it is uh, a season to remember. And hopefully they didn't change too much when it comes down to these seasons. Because typically season one, and it's the curse, right, Monica? Shout out to you, Monica. Is it not just shout out for you, baby? Um, but every show that becomes a success comes to success when their first three seasons, and then they start falling off. Right? We've seen that time and time again with a lot of shows. Given point, one favorite show of mine, Empire. Right? Empire had so many seasons. The first three to four seasons were good, and then they fell off. They started making some crazy seasons, right? The same thing with some anime shows that I've watched. It's the same thing with a lot of things that are on HBO Max, causing them to be canceled. Um, so I, I don't want Bel Air to fall into the train of, okay, we did a good season one. Let's try season two, and let's say season four falls off and they get canceled, right? Every show has that curse. Um, I think the only show that I watched I genuinely enjoy was Power, right? Power from um, 
from stars because I feel like in power, every season has been good. Now, I'm a little bit behind on my power because I know after power, they have the power book, too. And there's 50 cents doing a lot of spinoff shows from power. I got to get caught up with those shows. I just have there's just so many shows. I just never really watched this one. But it is a show uh, that I feel power, the, you know, the first show power it, each season was better. Right. So they didn't fall into that curse. But there's a lot of shows that fall into the curse where first three seasons are good and then the rest of the seasons are trash. So I just hope Bel Air doesn't fall into that. I'm rooting for the cast and crew member of that show. Um, and I can't wait to see how the story unfolds even further with Will. Um, so that's my take on it. Season two is coming uh, February 23rd. They're not a sponsor. If Peacock wants to sponsor me, then you can. Um, but not a sponsor. But guys, go get ready for season two. Now, we did a formal review. And I say we, but I mean Beatrice Gamma. She's not in the studio today. It's Sunday. She has her day off. She did a review on hogwarts legacy and i wanted to do kind of a quick synopsis review of the game and then i'm gonna just leave it alone right um this is not a full review if you want a full review go to our other video that we uploaded about two days ago it's snn from february something teenth i can't remember we gave our full review of hogwarts legacy beatrice gamma gave her full review um it's good a lot and there was a comment that i saw on on, 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 the, on that video t um harry prophet part uh harry prophet potter is what that user has said now i know a lot of people been griping about the game and what jk Rowling said and all of that we're not gonna go into that in this show we're gonna talk about how good this game is because regardless this game is good now I played a few hours of the game and I I genuinely enjoy the story. I I've made my character. My character is going through the the school, right? The academy, the wizard T uh, academy and I'm going to sound like a noob right now because I've watched the first two Harry Potter movies, but I haven't fell up followed up with it. Um and I did watch both of the Fantastic Beast movies. The first one was better than the second one. Hopefully the third one won't fall off. Um, but yes, I am not a huge Harry Potter fan, but yes, I bought the game. I played the game. I enjoyed the game. I was telling a lot of friends because, uh, we went to dinner and I'm gonna do a review of where we, cause the, well, the other night we went to dinner and I'm going to give a review of the spot we went to later on in today's show. But I was telling some friends Hogwarts Legacy, if you got a PlayStation 5, you got 70 bucks to spare, buy the game. Because you're going to enjoy this game. This To me, this game is fun, right? I'm muting out all of the controversial things that people are saying about J.K. Rowling, right? And her political views, her transgender views. I'm blocking all of that out for this game because my way is saying as a creative, right? I'm not, I haven't worked on video games, but I worked in films, right? So I root for creators who worked on projects like this game. I'm rooting for the game directors, the animators, the engineers, the sound mixers, the sculptors, the voice actors. I'm rooting for the people that actually worked on this game because this is their career. Right. When you make a game 
and your game gets bad reviews and it's not good, then it's really impactful for a lot of creatives, right? When they go and find more work, they're going to say, what did you work on? Oh, you worked on that game? I'm sorry. We're going to go to another candidate. And then that's how they're putting food on their table. It's the same thing with film people. Me as a director, we've got animators, voice actors, uh, engineers, sound makers, sound engineers. With production, if a movie doesn't sell well, then they're not getting bonuses. They're not getting paid right. And that's how they put food on their tables, how the way they pay their bills to some people. Right? That's just how I feel about it. That's just how I feel about it. So it's just one of those things that, you know, a lot of people, and I, I've said this multiple times about this game, a lot of people, we have to stop bringing politics into gaming community, well, in the gaming and film community. I think I talked about this on the Beyond Swinky podcast, but we've got to stop bringing that stuff into the gaming and filming and music industry. We have to, right? Because it's becoming oversaturated with that. And then a lot of people are thinking twice about this community. And I really hate that for us. Um, so like I say, I played the game. I enjoyed the game. Uh, I like the character development. I like the voice acting. I like what we're doing in this video game. I, in my opinion, this game is different, right? We've played a lot of shoot 'em ups We played a lot of third-person adventure-type platformers. This game has those elements, but with a twist, I feel. So I played the game. I enjoyed it. I got to give it, I'm going to give it a 9 out of 10. No game is really perfect that I played. Maybe God of War. God of War might Ragnarok might be 10 out of 10, but 9 out of 10 for this game because of what you're doing. You're exploring the Harry Potter wizardy world, right? You're exploring that stuff out, and this game is in good condition with 60 frames per second. I'm always going to be a fan of 60 frames per second. Gotham Knights, Warner Brothers, what y'all doing with that? Because that game should have been way over 60 frames per second, but we ain't going to talk about Gotham Knights. But I enjoy 60 frames per second, T. I really do. I enjoy that with a passion. So like I say, Hogwarts Legacy, I got to give it a 9 out of 10. I'm going to probably play some more after we leave the studio. I, I enjoy it. I like it. It's fun. Um, People should buy video games, play video games to have fun, right? I know with some reviewers, it's their job to talk about video games and really critique video games for gaming critics but for us average joes that don't do all that and we well actually because we kind of do talk about games here at guild entertainment but i also play for fun right and we're not we're we're missing that aspect of playing a game for fun um but i i like it i really do like it bad news on gaming though and i don't want to contradict ourselves a little bit but i was a little bit upset to find out that black myth uh wukong has been I don't know if it's been delayed, but guys, that game is coming out summer 2024. Um, okay, so Black Myth Wukong, and I got my my laptop right here. We're gonna Google this real quick because that is that's another game to which I was very excited about. If I can spell, so Black Myth Wukong was and it is is upcoming action role-playing game by chinese indie developer game science uh based on the classical 16th century chinese novel journey to the west now of course it's about the monkey king and he's 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 going west right he's exploring he's going west this game got announced i want to say in 2019 right maybe 2018 like i've we've heard about this game so long 
right? And there, there's been gameplay, which gameplay is awesome. Um, single player, and now it is getting targeted for summer of 2024. I want to say that this game has been delayed twice, in my opinion, because it got announced in 2018, 19, one of them years. I can't really remember. Um, and at first we thought it was coming out in 2020, but COVID. So I, I any game that was supposed to be coming out in 2020 and got delayed, I'm not going to fault it because COVID, right? COVID screwed everybody up, even us. Gailby Entertainment got screwed up in, in 2020. So I'm not going to blame game developers, creators, and studios to delay their games if they had a game come out in 2020 and they had to delay it because of COVID. I, I'm not mad at that. But pushback, 2022. I said, okay, I can wait a year, right? Because I got my PlayStation 5 in 2021. 2022, Black Myth Wukong. Up, delayed. We're, we're hearing 2023. I said, okay, sure. You need more time, you need more time. Every game is not... I would prefer developers to push back a game by either months or a year to perfect the game, Right? Because we're in this, we're in this, and gaming developers know this. They're in a society where you can't really afford to, um, you can't really afford to do half baked games, right? You can't develop a half baked game and expect us to pay seventy dollars for it. No, especially with these deluxe editions. I, I guys, I'm seeing it on PlayStation Five. These deluxe editions are looking like eighty nine. I know Hogwarts Legacy was ninety nine for a deluxe version. I'm like, yeah, nah, <laughs> not for that, nah. I'll stick to my 70. So you, you can't expect games to be half-baked and expect us to pay $70. Because that's now gaming is premium. Whether we like it or not, gaming is premium. It used to not always be like that. I remember buying a game for $30. I remember when the game systems weren't $200, like $170. I think... My parents, for when they got us the GameCube, and this was 2004 or five, um, they spent 200 on on this console. So that, I mean, yes, but now that you've got PlayStation Five to be $500, unless you found it from a scalper, they're gonna charge you a thousand, right? The PlayStation VR just two VR two just came out or getting ready to come out. That's $600 right there. Definitely get not getting that, by the way, because I'm not about to pay $600 for a, a virtual reality headset. Honestly, not trying to get off topic, T, but honestly, if I wanted to spend money on a headset, I would just go and get a Meta Oculus for $300. I wouldn't pay $600 for a PlayStation VR 2. That's, that's, they're insane. But then some people are going to play it just to review. As average Joe's, I'm good. I'm good. I'm not going to spend that much. But anyway. Back to the point there, T. Gaming is premium. It's scary how gaming is premium, right? Because you got these expensive consoles. The games are expensive. It's $70 a pop for a brand new video game. It is. So that's why a lot of a lot of gamers, a lot of game reviewers and critics are we're very skeptical about which game we pick up because that is $70. So to that point, I'm like, okay, maybe they need Black Myth Wukong needs more time, right? I would give it more time. Seeing this weird, and I just thought it was weird, this weird animated trailer for Black Myth Wukong just to give us an idea of when this game coming. Because these are these are speculations, by the way. It wasn't confirmed. So it was confirmed for 2022 at first. 
that I saw uh, sources that was confirmed from 2022. But then we didn't really know it was unconfirmed with 2023. It's been confirmed by this weird animated trailer that they did summer of 2024. And here's why I'm kind of upset about that. Not really, but kind of. Because that game is highly anticipated. Summer 2023 ain't here yet. Right? We're in the spring of 2023. So you mean to tell us we have to wait over over one year for this game, and we still don't have an actual month or date for 2024 of when this game is going to come out. So it's been delayed a lot, in my opinion. And gaming is in that curse where if a game gets delayed too many times, people start to stop losing interest, right? Because if you can't figure and and I don't blame game developers that much, I really don't. But if you can't figure it out, and you're delaying it so many times, then a lot of people in the gaming community would say, okay, is this game going to be worth it? Because it's been delayed so many times, so something is going on at Game Science that they're not telling us about, right? Um, I think they, they probably, and game developers do this a lot, and it's, I, I ain't blaming them too much, because, you know, but they do this, where they overhype a project, right? When you over overhype a project and you're having problems, the expectation is high. The interest is high. But when you overhype and oversell, quote unquote, and then you keep de- you keep delaying it, then we start to lose that interest. Right? So when the game does come out, we say, okay, it's been delayed so many times, so I kind of forgot about it. Right? And it's a weird market that they're putting themselves in because it's summer 2024. Right. So my predictions, guys, people are going to be playing Spider-Man 2. Right. Wolverine is scheduled to come out in 2024. Right. There's a whole bunch of places. And then this is not like a, a PlayStation exclusive, but there's a whole bunch of games that are big title games are coming out in 2024. I feel like they kind of put themselves in a bad market there because you got all these good games like Wolverine. It's going to be a seller, right? Who knows if Nintendo's developing a new Mario game, right? Now you're in competition with the big boys, the big players. It's the same thing with Starfield, right? Remember Microsoft Starfield? They they hyped it. Everybody was so excited. Delay, 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 delay. People are losing that interest, right? Um, so I, like I say, I'm, I'm very like I'm not a game developer, right? I'm a film developer. I do I, hey. I don't think I would ever make a video game because that stuff, hey, they they do they do a lot. I, I'm a stick to filmmaking, but never overhype your product, and that's what I feel like Game Science might have done with Black Myth Wukong. I'm still gonna buy the game in 2024 regardless, but I was a little bit upset because I was hoping that we were gonna see this game at the Game Awards, uh, not Game Awards, E3. Was what I was hoping this year that they were gonna announce. Black Myth Wukong coming holiday 2023 at E3. That was my whole plan. That's something that I was really looking forward about. But we saw this weird animated trailer, summer 2024.
So that means we have to wait. Right? Like I say, they put it because you've got what what I say? Uh Spider-Man 2 comes out possibly holiday. Well, we'll schedule holiday 2023, but you know, could be November, could be December. People from November to December, maybe to about March, people are still playing Spider-Man. Right? Wolverine probably will hit spring, summer 2024. Kind of. We we don't really know quite just yet. Wolverine. Um, Final Fantasy. I'm not sure if Rebirth comes out this year or next year, but one of them two years, right? There's a lot of other games that people are going to be focused on. And they kind of put themselves in a sticky situation with that. I am so I was very, very sad to hear about that, but I guess it is what it is, and you know. Well, time can tell. I, I hope Game Science can pull this game off really well. Um, I'm still gonna buy it. I just, I mean, when summer 2024 comes back around, I'm playing all the other games. I'm kind of gonna forget about it until it's out and be like, oh yeah, I remember this game. Let me go ahead and swipe this up real quick and play it. So we'll see. We'll see. So of course we got Addison Hayden here in the studio. Hey Addison, I see you getting ready to talk about our hip hop news. Addison, what we got today? Snoop Dogg has come under fire after a small town grocery store selling his wine displayed what some customers deemed offensive promo materials during Black History Month. According to WSB TV Channel 2, patrons at a Kroger on Peachtree Parkway in Peachtree City, Georgia were greeted by a life-size cutout of Snoop showcasing his wine brand 19 Crimes. The promotion was accompanied by bottles of bubbly from THA Dogfather's label along with Black Girl Magic Wine, nearby in the produce section. But it was a bulletin board placed adjacent to the display featuring phrases like Dream Like Martin and Say It Loud, I'm Black and I'm Proud, that sent shoppers into a tizzy, claiming that the overall message was a slap in the face during Black History Month. I just felt that it was offensive, Johnny Jones, a former president of the local NAACP told the WSB-TV. They're really promoting alcohol. Proud of drinking wine? No. We're proud of the Tuskegee Airmen whose shoulders I stand on, he said, nodding the former commercial and military pilot. If he had it his way, Jones would have preferred the store-recognized trailblazers like Atlanta's first black mayor, Maynard Jackson, or Ed Johnson, the first black mayor of Fayetteville. We need to be thirsty for knowledge, he said. Another customer, Michael Drummond, added, it's very negative. Meanwhile, other customers saw nothing wrong with the ad stating, I didn't think there was anything wrong with showing a display of Snoop, Pam Lewis explained. I mean, if you want to drink wine whether it's Black History Month or not it shouldn't really make any difference. Following the backlash, managers of the store immediately pulled the promotion. Kroger is committed to diversity, equity and inclusion in all we do. Our intentions are never meant to be offensive, Kroger's corporate officers said in a statement. Snoop's team have not responded to the complaints. In other news, Snoop was recently showered with love by longtime friend Martha Stewart, when she revealed she had taken their friendship to another level. Stewart took to Instagram on February 10th, with a photo that appeared to show her getting a tattoo of Snoop on her upper left arm. The portrait included the words, my dog, underneath it. My dog. Thanks for the amazing tattoo at Scott Campbell. Forever linked in ink to my favorite at Snoop Dogg, Stewart captioned her picture. At first, fans weren't sure whether or not the tattoo was permanent, 
But once the Super Bowl aired on the following Sunday, February 12th, it was made clear it wasn't a real tattoo and instead part of a Skechers ad. Thank you so much, Addison, for the news. Addison Hayden, y'all give her a shout out. She's always doing some, some dope stuff as well. Speaking of what's kind of dope, y'all heard about them red boots? Everybody saw them red boots on social media. Everybody was rocking those red boots. A lot of famous celebrities was rocking it. One celebrity that I've noticed, speaking of New York, because she was in Brooklyn for the halftime. It was Koi LaRae. I kept saying Koi LaRoy, and my friends kept clowning me for that. I'm sorry, Koi LaRae. I butchered your last name there. But, you know, she is a singer, hip-hop artist. She sings a song, trying to catch another flight. na 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 I'm just trying to have a good night. Hey, so Koi LaRae was rocking those red boots, and it's been said that it's been hard for people to get out of those red boots. I wouldn't buy those boots. Um, they look cool. I mean, Joe Budden on his podcast, shout out Joe Budden podcast, uh, Joe Budden Network, they don't know who we are, but Big Jersey, um, they talked about it, and they said, you know, we, we're so immune to the internet right and it's true like a lot of people saw these shoes on tiktok and now it became viral everybody's buying these boots everybody's doing some social media type content with these boots i can't wait until these boots come in different colors like and it will regardless right we have red for now right i'm surprised rihanna didn't wear a pair at the super bowl performance shout out to riri her performance was really good for her being pregnant but anyway i'm surprised she didn't wear wear her red outfit her fenty outfit i don't know but I'm sure that these boots are going to come into different forms of colors. I'm saying, look, you got red. This is a viral thing, these boots. You need to get purple, blue, orange, green, yellow, gray, black, right? And brand marketing. NFL. NFL is probably going to, and they're probably working on it right now as we speak, where they want to customize these boots to their team colors right they might want to slap their team colors and their logo on these boots for fans to pick up and buy it's the same thing with nba it might be the same thing with soccer with um soccer uh, season that's coming because soccer season starts this week right atlanta united's getting ready to play at mercedes right so i wouldn't be surprised if colleges pick these up now then that might be expensive brand marketing for that but i wouldn't mind look ggc Georgia Gwinnett College. Shout out to y'all because y'all got the alumni uh, event coming out March 15th. Yes, I will be there, by the way. I would buy a pair of boots if Georgia Gwinnett College, GGC, made a GGC version of these red boots. Green with the with the Grizzly, General Grizzly claw on it, right? I would buy me a pair because GGC has my heart. Shout out to GGC again, the alumni event March 15th. Uh, I'm gonna share the flyer because I kind of forgot where where the, is that a piece a piece of the joint in Lawrenceville? Y'all gotta be there. I will be there. GDN might be there. Will alumni so alumni white alumni will be there. So I'll be there. But I to the point T, I would buy a pair of these boots if GGC made these type of boots. Now I don't know if they ever will. It's good marketing, right? Because I would pick up a pair. But these boots, man, they they are they're everywhere with these boots. Talking about these damn boots. So. I said at the beginning of the, the show here today, and hopefully you guys have been enjoying the show this far. We've had some good things to talk about. Um, I wanted to give a shout out to a restaurant that we went to. Um, I needed a shout out. And usually when it's a friend of mine's birthday, 
I like to give them shout outs. Now, I know her birthday was now two days ago, um, but we had a whole, typically it's the whole weekend, right? So shout out to Jess, Jessica, happy birthday. Um, hopefully your day was, your birthday was special. Uh, I'm glad I was able to come celebrate with, with the squad. So again, Jess, happy birthday from all of us here at KLP Entertainment and the show here today. But we went to this restaurant and with my squad, we always go to Korean barbecue. It's, it's without a doubt, we go to a Korean barbecue spot. Now, we're trying to make it to where we don't go to that a lot. Because back in the day, that's all we went to on an outing is going to a Korean barbecue spot. This, that's the only place we would go to. Um, so we went to this spot called K-Pop. Uh, K-Pot. It's a Korean barbecue and hot pot place in Midtown, Atlanta. Right in the heart of Atlanta, too. Traffic. There was traffic in there, too. Jesus. Um, but it's a spot where you can go and you can get a choice of hot pot and Korean barbecue, or you can do both. So we did both. Uh, it was, it's a hefty ticket, right? It's nice. It's one of those spots where it, it can be expensive. So you gotta have some money for, for this type of spot, but it's good because I got a hot pot. I got the Japanese miso soup. And of course I got chicken and, 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 and uh, fish and salmon and leaves and, and, and lettuce and onions, kimchi, and you, well, you don't put the kimchi in the pot unless you want to, but all the other foods that I mentioned, you, you put it in the pot and the pot cooks it, right? And it was very soothing because it was cold. So the, the getting, drinking the soup was, was my thing. Um, K-Pot is a great spot because it's a swanky spot, right? They have a bar, they got the restaurant, you, they've got so many good employees that work there too. The energy is so real. So it was just his birthday. And when we surprised her with dessert, they, okay, so when you go to a spot and it's your birthday, they bring out a birthday cake and they sing happy birthday to you. It's very generic. It's kind of boring. But at K-Pot, they really went all out. They were loud, cheery, and they were so excited because it was just his birthday. Now, we have quite a few friends that was in our circle that actually work at the restaurant, so we actually got kind of a deal. But they were just so the energy was just so there and that's just i was telling because i went with uh so it's me our friend mussy david jess we met a new friend named jenny kits chadwick and pat right so they all some of them work at the restaurant there so of course they're they're prone to pay you know but the energy was so real when they were singing happy birthday and i'm here for it a lot of drinks were were, were, were passed out to everybody, sake, uh, mimosa, um, I forgot the other drink tea. So many things, so many foods. They had desserts. They had fried chicken, which I was shocked. They they have a like a it's called they called it the sauce bar, where you pick up your sauces for your 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 pot your uh, hot pot, and then they had like dessert options. They had fried chicken and fries as a side dish. So of course I was munching on that fried chicken. I love fried chicken. So I went in. I went to town. Got that bill. Ooh, that bill was high. It wasn't too high, but it was high. So shout out to K Pot, uh, Korean barbecue spot and hot pot in Midtown. You guys gotta go. It's a great date spot. It's a great date spot. It's a great birthday spot. Um, I've I enjoyed it. Um, I think I ate a little bit too much, uh, because that yesterday I went to the gym and my gym session was a little bit hard to do because, you know, we're coming back from New York and we're eating right. And we went to a big, uh, birthday dinner shindig. So over eight 
for the past couple of weeks. So when I went to the gym yesterday, it was a little bit harder for me. But K-pop is a an exciting thing. I recommend it for sure. So guys, check that out. Of course, we got Arthur Brooks up in the studio here today to give us our sports news. Arthur, what we got today, man? During the 2016 draft, the one that saw the Cowboys take a flyer on a quarterback named Dakota in round four. It worked out pretty well. But Dallas had a far different plan A. Jerry Jones and company coveted Paxton Lynch. They tried to trade up to get the Memphis quarterback, but the Broncos beat them to the punch, fortunately. Nearly seven years later, Lynch is still trying to find his footing in pro football. He got the start in his XFL debut, with the Orlando Guardians. He didn't get the finish, however. Despite an opening drive that ended with a touchdown pass from Lynch to former NFL receiver Cody Latimer, things went the other way for Lynch. In the third quarter, down 21-6, Lynch was benched for Quentin Dormady. Lynch's 21st pass of the day was his last one, an interception. Dormady didn't do much better, throwing two picks while trying to dig the Guardians out of a hole that kept getting deeper. The Houston Roughnecks prevailed, 33-12. It's unclear whether Lynch will be back under center next weekend, when the Guardians play again. Despite his struggles, his perseverance is impressive. He has kept at it despite failures with the Broncos, the Steelers, the Saskatchewan Roughriders of the CFL, and the Michigan Panthers of the USFL. Thank you, Arthur, for those news. Arthur Brooks, guys, he is covering the NCAA softball season. Uh, of course, we've talked about Maryland and Oklahoma in the first video two days ago. So, guys, go to our YouTube channel or our radio stations because they're there as well. Listen or watch the um, special news uh, topics we talk about with sports. NCAA softball season is here. We're going to be covering it base by base now. This last moment, this last segment, last moment of today's show before we log off here for KLPFMF Season 5 is this show that came out 2021 that I kind of slept on. But I started watching this show as well because I have a billion other shows that I'm watching at the same time. Dwayne The Rock Johnson's uh, hit show, Young Rock, is available. They got three seasons. And guys, this is not a Peacock sponsor but dang peacock if you want to sponsor us please let us know because we would love to be sponsored um but peacock is there and of course young rock is on peacock i'm watching this sitcom and it's real brief it's a brief sitcom story about Dwayne the rock johnson how he became the rock and stories about his mother his grandmother P peter uh Maivia, and rocky johnson so it's a whole story about the whole origin of the johnson family the tribe legacy the rock you know it's a whole origin story of that but with a twist of a sitcom as well picked up by nbc uh, guys, go check it out. Again, Young Rock, I'm watching it. I like it. I like it. I really like how funny it is. I like how they, some of the superstars, because I don't want to say, because it's a curse to say wrestlers. Don't You never want to say wrestlers. Just in case if WWE wants to hire me, I don't want them to hear that I said the word wrestlers, because they're more than that, right? The superstars, uh, It's I think it's interesting how they kind of, so with Andre the Giant, Iron Shink, Rocky Johnson, uh, they're kind of spot on with their lookalikes. But there are some scenes 
where Roddy Piper and Ric Flair characters, they don't look like them to me. Right. I saw they did on social media. There was a sneak peek of and I'm guessing this is in season three. I haven't watched season three yet because I'm still in season one. But there was an episode where the rock met was going toe to toe with Triple H. And the, the, the guy that plays Triple H does not look nothing like Triple H. So I thought it's just it's funny. I don't know. Maybe it's legal. Right. Because, you, I mean, they had to obviously consult WWE with this. Um, and I'm sure WWE is getting a cut from this, obviously, because it's their property. Um, so it's very interesting how they, they kind of replement the, some of the some of the superstars from actual WWE to this series. Um, I think this is a funny thing too, cause you got, you know, Dwayne Johnson, he's playing himself, obviously he's running for president in the year 2032, which that's obviously what's that, what I want to say that's over 10 years from now. So maybe there are, could run for president. There's been a whole joke about in 2024 like the rock should run or oprah winfrey and michelle obama should run for it's been a it's, now that would be lit though if oprah winfrey and michelle obama ran for president and vice president that might be interesting um but rock said it hey i hey that's for the that's in the show he's not doing that or maybe he could i don't know i don't know what the rock's thinking excuse me Dwayne johnson is thinking he's still the rock Dwayne Johnson, I'm a big fan. I mot- I get motivated with the workout, but I'm still going to call you The Rock. I knew you from The Rock first before Dwayne Johnson. Sorry, I'm a WWE fan. That's when I first heard of the uh, Dwayne Johnson, The Rock. Um, So like I say, the series is funny, guys. It's on Peacock. Watch it. It's something that good to watch. I think it's good. I think it's funny. I think it's a little bit over-exaggerated in some things, right? But I guess because it had to be because they labeled it as a sitcom, T. Right. So if it's labeled as a sitcom, yes, it has to be over dramatic in some scenes for it to be a sitcom. So I always thought that was very interesting, but it is a show um, to watch on Peacock. If you got it again, if you got it where you can add it to a subscription, I think it's worth it because there's a lot of great shows on here for peacock tv so that's going to wrap it up here on our podcast show here today hopefully you guys enjoyed this one as much as i did we have a lot of things to talk about stay tuned guys of course because this week we're going to be coming back with the beyond swanky podcast to talk about more juicy topics of conversations i do want to thank everybody who tuned in for the show here today and again remember to like comment subscribe to the youtube channel if you're watching the video version at klp entertainment our subscriber cut count went up t it did it went up a lot so thank you guys for that and also if you're listening to it on again stitcher podcast our heard radio a big one for us uh spotify apple podcast stitcher audacity thank you share with your friends so that way they don't miss out on us as well until then we're gonna wrap things up klp aftermath season five with your host klp kennedy lucas again as always i like to say stay safe stay swanky peace Radio Station. The Heat. 94.6 Radio Station.